0: Here we go! Hi, everybody. Ronald Nesty here at uh, the Arcana Theater in St. Charles. Uh, We call it rock and roll heaven here, right outside of Chicago. This week's edition, Artists on Lockdown, hanging and banging. We've got some very special guests as we do every week. We bring rock and rolls, most enormous stars. I got to tell you, the last, especially the last few weeks, incredible. This is our 40-second, number 41 uh, episode on Artists on Lockdown, and my co-host tonight. as every week. These are legends and icons. You know him from Black Sabbath, from Last in Line. I just love this guy. Uh, I do, Vinny. Vinny Apasee, come on down. You know him from Dio. There he is. Apasee. Apasee. Hey,
2: a- a-p-a-c. A-p-a-c. hey Ron, you must have a bad connection. You're really fuzzy. If you send me your coordinates, I'll beam you up. Well, you know what the issue here is? We had
0: a huge, really I mean, this weather here, we had a huge, we had it all set up, and a huge windstorm here in Chicago knocked down our thing, where well, I could see it, right outside the window here. So we're really, really? struggling out here in Chicago, really bad. Like uh, wow. 60, 60 mile an hour winds, it's been nuts uh, the last two days huh. over here. So we're going to we'll muddle through things. it this week, we're going to figure it out, uh, but let's bring our big brother, you know him from Vanilla Fudge, of course a piece. Let's see what color hair we have this week. There I'm we gray, go. Great, gray. Gray, gray hair.
3: It's gray gray hair. hair. Gray hat. I got hair. I still got hair. Well, but that makes that makes uh, two of us. It needs to be. It needs to be washed. So I, I put the. Hey, hat on. you
2: know the uh, the logo uh, in the beginning. It looks like an Italian restaurant, hanging and banging with apathy, apathy, and Onesti. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> Hey guys, we, we have
0: a big show tonight. I'll tell you what, I want to talk about a couple things before we get our guests on. Uh, one thing in particular, but we got to make sure that we remind everybody. Number one, we want to see your comments. Now I'm on the chat here, so let me know. Uh, Kevin, Vinny, love the show on Tuesday. Uh, let's see here. Maria Lopez, Wells is saying hello. Bill Eggleston, okay. Eggleston, of course. Good to see you every week. So make sure you you chime in on our chat. Make sure you ask a question because at the end of the show, we are going to ask uh, some of the questions of our celebrities that you want to know the answers to. And uh, make sure you like us, you share us, you subscribe on all our platforms, on Facebook, on YouTube. Um, We hit iHeart this week on our podcast and Spotify accounts. Very, very exciting. So make sure you do that. So, Vinny, what do you think about our opening number, our opening music?
2: I love it, man. Monsters and heroes, but the end is not good. It just cuts off. We got I wasn't sure. Out. I didn't rehearse, so I was like,
0: uh ah, and it stopped. Okay, um, here we are.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I could fade it for you guys, or Carmine can. <laughs> yes, yeah. we'll have
0: to work on the fading. You know, the just like fades. I'm really good on fading. You could see. I got the fade. Who going. could
2: who who uh, Ben could tell me how long it needs to be. So it fades out nice and then go, hey I'm Ron and Nasty. And we got a fabulous show tonight. And, uh, underneath. We can it even down. leave it
3: underneath. We can leave it underneath and very low. You yeah, can
2: leave it underneath. It's-
0: that's yeah. so what I'm saying. Bring it down. Let me introduce the show. I was like caught off guard, and it's cool though. It's really cool. But what do you do? You like it, Carmine? Are we, do we have a,
2: a consensus? Yeah, I, like here it. Now? I I think it's good. I think it works. Hey, is that a is that a sweater underneath the jacket? What's going on there with that orange? All right. So orange. you know what? I had a meeting today with the Italy the Italian Consul
0: General here. Yeah. The States. So I had to. Uh, you know, I'm going to show you something. You're not going to hang on. You're not going to believe this. You're going to think so. I'm messing around. So this thing here, this little pin that I gotta wear, you're not gonna believe this, but I've actually you know how Paul McCartney is knighted in England? Yeah. Well in Italy, there's a thing called a cavaliere, and the pres now you think I'm messing around. The president of Italy, I've been knighted. I did just for my mom passed away, so I got lucky. But I actually been knighted by the president of Italy. That's called the Cavaliere, and I had a, a meeting with him today. Really? That's why I have this look today. <laughs> When'd you get that? Today? No, no, I got it about, She's uh, th- three years ago now. But, uh, yeah, it's a big deal. I'm just saying. No, I you know, mean you know, the sweater. <laughs> <laughs> no, the 80s, obviously. Oh, my God. Hey, man, well, we that's got a good. big show. That's why it sounds like an show. Italian restaurant. Well, that's it. Hang so, you know, Well, you know, you guys are royalty. You guys are rock royalty. But here I just want you to know I've got my little piece. I just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm hey, just guys. Saying, um, I'm just saying. Let me just say, come on, besides Black Sabbath and Vanilla Fudge, besides Dio and Vanilla Fudge, besides Lasted Line and Vanilla Fudge, my favorite band is Yes. And tonight, we've got two superstars <laughs> from that band. i um, very excited. Billy Sherwood, John Davidson is with us. Let's bring Mr. Sherwood to the microphone. I know he's out there somewhere. Hey, Let's hey. see. There's he, hey, hey,
1: How are you guys? Thanks for yeah, having me turn ahead. up
0: your turn up your volume
1: if you um, can. Ooh, I I've, I've kind of I'm not really savvy on this stuff. <laughs> that's we why got, we have uh, on you on the show
0: because that's yeah. got to that's the deal here.
3: <laughs> no, you want you got want it. you want we you got had a studio. Come on, you had a studio. You're an
0: engineer.
1: Yeah, but I don't run it from my iPad. <laughs> I know and
0: that's something if it doesn't have a slide on it, I don't, I don't understand what to do, right?
1: Right. Don't I have a tech around here Some? Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah,
0: where's the tech? <laughs> the, guy where's, the, where's
1: the, <laughs> the guy with
0: the yeah, flashlight. The guy with the flashlight. You need, a, you need a 16-year-old tech now these days, right, that could tell us what to do with these iPads and everything.
1: And, and remind me how to use it when I'm home and he's gone, you know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, i well, tell you know, what, Billy.
0: I, I'm loving them, them git fiddles back on the wall over there. Look at those things. Yeah.
1: yeah. This is my What's your? Uh,
0: I love the. Let's see. Was it a white one there? What is your favorite one out of that that bunch right there?
1: Well, my my personal favorite is uh, I have, I've been doing Specter for many many years, mm-hmm. and uh, I have a Specter bait here. I'll grab it real quick. Yeah. And it's got it actually has these really beautiful inlays, which you see how these fish. Oh wow! Oh,
3: yeah, nice, right? Wow,
1: that's and pearl. They go Damn all man. the way up and down the neck. So, you know, in honor of Chris, uh, this space this yeah. became available, and it was just too perfect. So that's my favorite. I, I love all things. Uh-oh. Well, oh, no. Well, let's get Billy back. In the
0: meantime, there he is. Billy, we'll ask you for a second. <laughs> Hang
1: on a you minute. Know, hold on, we're hold back.
3: on. You're back. Hey, Billy, back. I have so I have in my corner there. I have a '61 Fender Precision. You're you're gone again, Billy. Oops. Ron. Hey, Ron. I have a '61 Fender <laughs> Precision. On and I now have a 1969 Ludwig snare drum right here that I just mm-hmm. What do you, mean you now have?
0: From. What do you mean you now have? Is that come out I, just, I, just, I, just, I just
3: bought it. I just bought it. So how do you when you say yeah, that, that? that? You say you
0: just bought it. Is
3: that like oh, a? That's cool. Look, yeah. at that. Look at that! Muffler. Oh. Look at that! It's got a muffler and everything. What's the size? Is that
2: five
3: or five inch? It's a, a five, five, five inch, five inch. Oh, it looks bigger. Mm. It sounds that's great. Nice. It sounds really How do you? How do you buy
0: stuff? I mean, is that something that somebody? I mean, no, a, a I went, guy
3: like you? <laughs> I went to. I gotta say, it's the first drum I bought in about twenty years.
2: Yeah, Carmine okay. doesn't buy drums. I don't buy yeah. drums either. Yeah, so no, you, what steal happened? Them. What no, happened? you guys are from Brooklyn. You steal them. No, so I no. went to the store.
0: You want to know
3: how he I got, got it or not?
0: Wait, wait, no, wait. You he steal drums and you leave them up on milk crates. What's left?
2: <laughs> he got it off the back of a truck. <laughs> All right. No, tell us, no, Henry, Henry
3: Hill gave it to me.
2: The Henry Hill. There you go. Henry Hill. No,
3: seriously, I went to an event sadly at, at a drum shop. And oh and really? Billy, there you go, Billy. And so, I went upstairs and, and I saw that drum. I said, Wow, that looks cool. How much is it? So he told me the price. So I took it off and I started playing it. And then I said, Well, how much is it for me? And he gave me a discount. So I bought well, it. But that's I can't go.
0: like if it were mine, I mean I would love the story alone to say, Yeah, I gave my snare to one of the most iconic drummers in history.
2: No, no I wasn't I wasn't there. I wasn't there. But he wasn't there. <laughs> But, but I did
0: get – I also got a
3: beater, you know, for the bass drum, a, a ball beater, which he did give me, you know.
0: But then I okay. fought the snare drum. As long and as you I'm, got the respect, my man. That's well, – wait a second. We have an inter, a Sherwood interloper that wait, just somebody, ran by. Somebody, and, somebody uh, just lost.
2: there. An
1: intruder. I just
0: saw a streaker. Can you hear me?
1: Yeah, you're yeah. fine. Okay. Yeah. So I've got John Davison who was calling me to try to figure out how to get into our loop here. and He's on. Fun. Let's, he
0: bring, let's bring
3: John no, no, on. No, 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 he's not
1: on. He's
0: not,
3: he's not, not on.
1: on. Yes. No, he's not on, but it's, he said, tell Ron I'm here. So I guess- he's Okay,
0: <laughs> you got it, John. Well, ben will get to, to you. Apologize. He just texted me
4: that you're here. He is here. Hey, hey guys. Hey. Yes. Hey, man. Well, I've been to trying to get brother. in for like 10 minutes. <laughs> we're, 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 too. Hey, John, how Sorry. you doing, I'm, dude? How you doing? Yeah, I'm doing good. How you doing, Carmine?
3: I'm good. Good.
4: All right, Vinny. Hey, what, what's what, up, what? Billy? Ron. How are you doing?
3: Good to see you, hey, man. Yeah. Where are you? Where are you? I love that sh- that view. You know
4: yeah, I mean. it's actually just a picture. Um, I, know. Ball, I know, but I'm in Barbados. Uh, are you in Barbados? Oh, yeah. Nice. So it pretty much does look like that out my window, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm
0: in Flor I'm in Florida. It looks like that too. Okay. <laughs> Isn't it amazing you're in Barbados and you need a picture? Why don't you just put on the window? I can just imagine what's outside your window. A Barbados seven yeah, eleven? Well, no,
1: it's
4: Yeah. Well it's <laughs> it's seven fifteen here right now, so it's dark. Wow. Otherwise wow. I would have
1: Carmen. Oh, oh, yeah. I was gonna say Carmine, I don't know if you remember, but around the Guitar Zeus time that you know I was working with you on that record. Yeah. Um you were kind enough to give me one of your pang symbols which i've actually oh, re- oh really my arsenal oh, wow okay. really oh.
3: right? I I got really? great story. i always tell the story about you and me and uh, i was doing katasu's japan and we did it on 24 track so i said to billy i said well look we need to i need to get all the mixes so i can do this in japan so yeah. he looked at the 24 tracks and said well do you want to take all those <laughs> well, you want to take this D88 and stick it in your pocket like this
0: right?
2: Wow. <laughs> and
3: I looked at it. I said, I think I'll take the D88 uh, <laughs> you remember, Do you remember that?
1: Yeah, it's funny because I get in interviews asked all the time, you know, because of the engineering stuff Do you think analogs coming back and how do you feel do you feel nostalgic about it? And I said for all these records I do where I'm working with various artists and sending stuff all over the planet Nobody asks for a twenty-four track tape. Trust me when I tell you, right? Mix. right. <laughs> Especially these days. You know, like uh, the
3: theme song that we just played. You know, we when we mixed it, we bounced it all to twenty-four track tape. Yeah.
2: Uh, after after hey, the mixes. Hey Billy, you know that symbol Carmine gave you? Yeah. It's he yours. He needs it back. He needs it back. Oh. Things are rough, man. Do you have it handy? Do you
3: have it handy? I'd like to see what it looks it's like. It's
1: in, it's in my garage. I was going to uh, ask Vinny now where I need a symbol for Vinny so I can kind of have my symmetry together and balance yeah, it. Yeah, there you go, Vinny. Right.
2: All right. right. So I'll, I'll send you one. Send me your uh, address. Oh, that'd be awesome, dude. Stereo yeah, icons, yeah. love
0: it. That'd be awesome,
1: that'd
2: be
0: awesome. So, uh, first of all, guys, I gotta, I gotta, I want apologize. We had our, 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 our towers down here, a window, uh, our wind uh, storm here. So I'm, I'm looking a little green, apparently, from our people think it's uh, in honor of St. Patrick's 80. Day. So I'm gonna go with that.
3: You're green and fuzzy, green and. I know.
0: Fuzzy. No, I'm You're just looking- happy to see you.
3: It's a little
0: hey. like I mean, what guy, right, come on, Ron. I mean, he's hey, in right. Barbados.
3: Look how clear. It yeah, look <laughs> <where it is. laughs>
0: all the way there. You know, that's the thing. Maybe I need to go to Barbados. I'll be
4: down there, Johnny. All right? <laughs> all right. Sounds good, man. There you go. Come on down. So I got a
0: quick question here. Billy Sherwood. Now, you've been around, you know. No, that's you. That's you you've been around kings you 've been around presidents you 've been around the top rock and roll people of all time. huge celebrity you are. I want to know most most about and only the old people like us are going to know what i 'm talking about. Milton Burl
1: <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say william Shatner uh, well that's another one but but he, milton
0: Burl's trump's william Shatner well that's milton older, Berle yeah, and,
1: Milton Burl and my dad were very close um back before television was even a thing,
2: mm-hmm. uh,
1: you know, a family brought home this box and plugged it in and said, look, this is called TV. And on mm-hmm. TV at that time was one of the first shows, which was the Milton Berle show. And I remember 40, it,
3: I remember it.
1: Comedy variety kind of thing. My dad mm-hmm. was like the Ed McMahon sidekick of
4: the show. Ah, uh, really? Wow, yeah, Crazy. I, I haven't were, heard that one. Were,
1: they were very close and very, you know, chummy, and, and remained so through life. And as a result, I—he's uh, my godfather. He held me at my birth. How about that? Wow! Oh, cool. Crazy. Very and cool. you know, my dad has a star on Hollywood and Vine, right down the street from Capitol Records. And the, you know, the icons they put on to show what it was for. Surprisingly, to me, when I first saw it, was not a musical icon with the record, but it's a television because yeah. it was for the Milton Berle show. So. Yeah, that's the connection there, and I always get asked about the Rat Milton Burrell connection because yeah. I think one of the guys in Rats—it's actually his uncle. Or I—I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Sure how the-
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. he was in their video.
1: Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. Exactly. So yeah,
4: you, see, you have a—you uh, you see,
3: kind of a- see, John, like on her- this show, and on this show, you get to
0: hear all kinds of stuff you never knew before.
4: That's <laughs> well, right. It's an education, <laughs> man.
1: Yeah.
0: but now you' your your father's uh, and you're, you're such by the way happy birthday by the way brother thanks. um hey uh, yeah, this right. week right
1: thanks yeah Whose it was, birthday oh, just a couple days ago it was very good nice. oh, happy birthday very nice but you coming from a
0: musical family the way you did it's unbelievable i mean your uncle your mom specifically and your dad with regards to the big band do you do you feel or did it did uh, did the big band influence you that music uh, when you were growing up a little bit?
1: yeah i mean my dad uh you know was a thing in vegas with my mom they had a, a, an act and they would have they would play with a 16-piece jazz uh, big band they would play with a seven piece and a dixieland band and a quartet and
2: oh, so they had all okay, kinds of different hang on a second. and they would
1: always rehearse there on on tropicana in vegas at the musicians union and i just remember you know every summer hanging out at the Musicians union watching these amazing musicians playing and and quite frankly, drinking and smoking way more than mm-hmm. the probably should. Have. What, was it was the musicians'
3: union still on Vine Street then?
1: Uh, no, it was on. It's on. It was on Tropicana. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's in Vegas. In Vegas. Vegas. Yeah. Oh, six seven. Yeah. I think.
4: Hey Billy, remember that? You have a video, don't you? You're like ten years old, and yeah, you're there well, playing drums, right? They let yeah, you sit was, in.
1: Twelve years old, I played with my dad's uh, Dixieland jazz band wow. I in Vegas. Uh,
4: now, do you have a clip of that video? We could post right now.
1: I, I, I have it, but <laughs> I'm not sure how we would play it.
0: Okay. <laughs> we're gonna get it. We're gonna have to get it, Ben. Get on that maybe I'll, because
1: I'll, I'll text it to, to Ben or something maybe and see if that's it great. Yeah. It's but funny, I got yeah. a, I got a, I got a video of
3: Vinny playing with Vanilla Funch when he was eight. That is so cool. We gotta see that. Oh, wow.
1: That's
4: amazing. What?
1: Yeah. Me? (laughs) Yeah, you. (laughs) No. So what's the
4: age difference between you guys, Vinny and Carmine? 11 years.
3: Uh, uh, I'm I'm, I'm younger. I'm younger. It depends (laughs) who you're talking
0: to, John. (laughs) Yeah. On what (laughs) day? Carmine's 80. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Each week. Hey, guys. Each week with these two freaking brothers, (laughs) I'm telling you, so many times I got to get in between them. But you (laughs) know what? And, and, and Vinny's not going to, you know, these guys won't admit to it. Maybe they will. But the love and the respect that they have for each other, even yeah. though they goof around, it's really, most of these people, those are brothers, they fight, this and that. Those guys, I admire them because of the love and respect that they do have for each other, seriously.
2: Yeah. That's nice. right. Well,
1: you know, brothers,
0: you. brothers are brothers.
2: So call, call mine's like 85 years old, and I'm <laughs> 58. You know what? Never <laughs> mind. Never, I didn't take that back. Never mind. <laughs>
0: so, John, it, we were talking yeah. about uh, uh, beginnings here and coming up. Uh, first of all, I'm a huge Glass Hammer fan, and I love your, oh, in, you know, your influence with that. Um, but with Glass Hammer, huh. and I know you're, you're, you know, um, you weren't one of the founders of Glass Hammer, but um, with, with the influences. I mean, if you can answer this question about influence with regards to Prague rock, and obviously, the fact that you ended up in yes. Did that was it uh, due to any connection with
4: glass hammer yeah absolutely but actually it started with um being in a yes cover band roundabout yeah uh. yeah <laughs> um i was in That's a band, great. i was actually i started out as a bass player in seattle through the 90s i was there during all the you know the big scene there and then after all that I was sort of in this lull period, and I couldn't find a gig. And I wasn't that interested with what anybody was doing, anyway. <coughs> originally speaking, and I was just like, "What can I do?" I was in a, I was quite depressed about it, actually. Um, and the only thing I could really find, I knew somebody that was starting this guest cover band. I thought, well, at the very least, I'll just keep my gigging chops up. Of course, I, I had never sung, lead sung, at that point in time. But I knew I had the high voice for it. I just thought I've got to do something or I'll literally go crazy. So that was the start of it. And thank God I did that, you know, because think of what it led to, obviously. So the next step was Glass Hammer. Because mm-hmm. they heard they saw they heard saw me online doing that. And then that led to yes, it was these steps that I was able to <laughs> ascend it's all, all just the it cover seems. band, you know. <laughs>
0: Well, that's amazing. I mean, you know, it's it's we've got our good friend uh, Ronnie Platt who got uh, the job in Kansas. Uh, obviously, oh, yeah. uh, uh, Mr. Pineda with Journey. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we got to, and it's and it's something because, um, you know, there's there's probably you probably get. I mean, you probably had some people, maybe some naysayers. Well, you were in a in a tribute band. You shouldn't be in the original band because I know I've yeah. heard that not about you, of course, but others. Ronnie Platt told me says it was tough. At the beginning, because people are such purists that, you know, if you're not John Anderson, this isn't yes. Is that something you had to battle at all?
4: Oh, yeah, definitely. And I still do to some extent. But um, I think having Glass Hammer in between the two helped a lot because that gave me some credibility in my own right as an artist.
3: Well, I remember seeing you guys up in uh, New Rochelle or whatever it was where I came to see you. And uh, I was blown away by how good John sang oh, and cool. stuff, Thanks. and that was really awesome. Cool. Now where was that? That was upstate, uh, right up north of New York City, Westbury. Okay. where West No oh, Westchester. Yeah. Westchester. West. Okay. Westchester. Yeah.
4: Uh, and we but, probably met that night. I mean, I know. Yeah, I've that's met when.
3: You. Yeah, that's when we met
4: that night. Okay.
3: okay. It was it was you guys, Asia, Carl Palmer. Um, I am the God of Hellfire, Arthur Brown. Oh yeah, Arthur Brown. Yeah. Oh, so that was just And Asia, Asia. It was Asia. Was no, it was the guy from uh, Asia. Uh, Moody Blue. Was it Asia too? Uh, John. Yeah, John Lodge, and J- uh, and John
4: Lodge. John Lodge, right? John yeah. Lodge. Yeah,
3: yeah John. it was a good show. Moody Blue show. Yeah. yeah.
4: Now, Ron, I met you at the Arcata in November. Didn't yeah, I? man. What was that? Two thousand nineteen. It was nineteen. I
0: was lucky enough to to get you guys did did a a, a a like a a very unique intimate show. I had I've been very fortunate. I've had yes, I've had John uh, Anderson with John Luke Ponte, which is an amazing show. If you ever see that, and see- then uh, Mr. Wakeman, I've had his solo show.
4: But in fact, we're, we're yeah, great to see I- you with uh, that man. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Dr. but I'm talking
4: about John Lodge at the... Archive you Theater. were with John Lodge, absolutely. That's right. Remember, and the heater didn't work. It was freezing. Yeah. Everybody well, was see, wearing you know, parkas in the, in yeah, the how, seats. How about the meatballs? That? But how were the meatballs?
0: <laughs> <laughs> the meatballs are always great. But you're right. But I got to tell you, since then, you know, there's always kind of a little bit of a, a upside. So that the terrible thing about the pandemic, of course, all the downside. The slight upside, we've just completed a $3 million renovation of the Arcata Theater. Everything's nice. brand new. Wow. HVAC, uh, dressing rooms, restaurants. It's just amazing. So we can oh, have- great. I,
3: I think on a future show, you need to do a little tour of the Arcata.
0: Yes. yes. I'll do that because within about two weeks, you i mean just won't recognize it. It's just, it's just amazing. You know? oh, well, hey, I, got I always a little thought suppressed. those
4: dressing rooms were cool anyways, all the colorful yes. dressing rooms down yeah. there. The drum, got yeah, that's the one changed, huh? Yeah, yeah, the oh,
3: drum room, the drum yes. room. great. We're going to rename yeah. it after you guys. Is, is, is
0: that still there? Oh, yeah, I got the drum, oh, we whoa. got the drum room, the guitar room, we got the Bob Marley room. That's,
3: that's the, the hanging hang and banging room
0: now. We're going to call <laughs> it that, believe me. <laughs> hey, Speaking me. of hanging and banging, we have a little surprise. Uh, Billy, Uh-oh. thank you for hooking us up. Uh-huh. We have a little video footage here for you. Ben, let's see what you got. I was twelve. <laughs> okay,
4: <laughs> nice. Let's see it.
0: Oh. Look at that. <laughs> Listen to that music. Wow. Woo. Nice. Yeah. Yeah.
5: That's yeah. my boy. Bless <laughs> okay, cool. well, your heart? Yeah, he's going to be all right. In fact, he's all right now. <laughs> uh, wow. You got a
4: future, kid. <laughs>
1: hey, you had the same haircut, too. You have the same haircut. Too. <laughs> the same haircut. <laughs> yeah. I should
2: have been playing. That was for, good.
1: I should have yeah. been playing T-ball or something, but I was playing with my dad's band. <laughs> I know. I was, I
2: was, hey, guys, I like the cowbell at the end.
1: Right, as typical Dixie band thing. Yeah, but oop Okay. Yeah. Uh, change, change Asia, actually.
2: actually, you could use more cowbell there. <laughs> Someone had to
4: say it. Someone ah. had to say it. Oh, it's okay. A, you see a... that picture? do you see that picture that's shown up there? Now wow. I sent this because, um, <coughs> first of all, I was asked if I wanted to send any pictures, and this oh, tells yeah. a little bit history of how I grew up. That's Taylor Hawkins from Foo Fighters. We were yeah, one man. Of the best friends. Wow! And that's uh, right. a picture of us playing a, a gig in our crappy little wow. cover band in high school. Um, but, uh, sure, yeah. interesting so,
0: how you're, you're there with Taylor, and then yeah. years later, in 2015, you got a Foo concert going on, and all of a sudden, freaking John Davison joins them for Tom Sawyer. <laughs>
4: yeah, that's right, yeah. Uh, right. Yeah, that's and I, cool. sang, uh, I sang with them in Dublin, I guess, in 2019. Uh, also, I was just there with my girlfriend, Emily, and uh, we were on the Is side it the of the stage. the you did Under Pressure? Yeah, we did Under Pressure, just on the spot. Um, there were like 45,000 people there, the la- largest audience I've ever been in front of. And they just called uh, me mm-hmm. over right there. Nothing was planned or rehearsed. I knew most of the words. I mean, we all do, but it's funny when you actually have to sing something under <laughs> pressure. Yeah. Don't mind the pun. Uh, it's hard to remember all those lyrics, but uh, I think it went pretty well. <laughs>
0: Tremendous. Uh-huh. Hey, um, Billy and John, I want to say two words, and I want to get Uh-oh. your just your your knee jerk. No, no, it's a good one. Um, uh, I want to get your knee jerk response here. Uh, Chris Squires.
1: Uh, uh, Life changing <laughs> would be my. Uh, initial response i mean I yeah met Chris, you know 30 plus years ago and never imagined things would evolve into what they have but we were very very close and uh you know we worked together musically <coughs> excuse me very closely but and and we're just really close friends and and you know he was he was an amazing guy as john will tell you i mean he yeah. was funny yeah. as hell, and just Chris,
3: really, a great know? player a great player what
0: a, yeah. yeah so, so innovative. You don't hear about is, his wow. humor very you don't hear about his sense of humor very often though oh
1: my it's good God. to hear that's the best part of what I thought of Chris I mean that's why we got along so well I think was because we yeah the stupidest you know what I mean but it was actually <laughs> a lot of fun and and when I was touring in the band before because I'd been in the band in the the 90s uh, with open your eyes on the ladder playing guitar on the other side of the stage. Chris and I would stand next to each other and just bullshit all night long, <laughs> back and forth with each other. Now the other guys in the band would be kind of concerned that we were up to something over there, which is why I thought <laughs> conspiracy is a perfect name for our side project. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I we
2: were, hey, uh, Bill,
3: didn't Chris record some of those tribute albums for Cleopatra over your place? Uh, yeah, he, yeah. he did a few. So um, I think I think I played on a track with him over there.
1: Yeah, I'm sure over the t- many that we've done. Uh, yeah. He played on the Prague Collective, which was the last record he played on. And that's when I saw him. I went to Arizona and recorded him. And six weeks later, man, he was gone. You know, so life is oh, yeah. just shocking. How about you, John? Yeah.
4: Well, Chris is, you know, he was larger than life. And I agree with Billy. He really had the same sense of humor as Billy. Billy really reminds me of Chris in a lot of ways. I didn't wow. spend a lot There's of a time. There's a compliment. Yeah, I didn't spend a lot of time hanging with them together that much, a little bit. But as I got to know Billy, it was really comforting. You know, losing Chris was uh, such a hardship, something I didn't think we'd rebound from. But Billy sort of stepped in, of course, making the role uh, his very own. But there was something so similar and familiar that was comforting to have Billy there. And just, I mean, you're so much like Chris. I mean, even your height (laughs) <laughs> and, again, the sense of humor uh-huh. and the musicianship and, you know, it's, it's been great knowing the, both of them.
1: One of the first things Chris said to me when I met him, you know, I, I first met him, the first encounter I had with him, I went to see the Moody Blues. Uh, oh, really? Which is a strange circle, isn't it? It's because oh, wow, well, so
4: Chris was at a Moody Blues show.
1: Chris was at the Moody Blues show uh-huh. watching because Miraz had invited him, Meraz.
4: Was oh, there. that's right. Okay. Wow. <laughs>
1: okay. I went because the keyboard player in my band World Trade was the second keyboard player in the Moody's. So oh, it was a weird yeah. reason for us all to be there. But there there I am sitting in the audience and, and several rows in front of me is Chris Squire. And I'm like, I got to meet this mm-hmm. guy. I so he got up she, to go to the green room, you know, and, and I had my blam in it too. And, so I just chased him down the Greek or wherever we were at <laughs> the theater. Huh. Went to his jacket and pulled on his jacket. And said, and he turned around and looked at me funny. And, and he says, hi. And I said, you're Chris Squire. And he's like, yeah, I am. And I said, hi, I'm Billy Sherwood. I'm a huge fan. And he, the first thing oh. he said to me, he says, you're tall. And I said, <laughs> <laughs> okay. And he says, it's good to be uh. tall. <laughs> yeah. What the hell does that mean? You know? Like, yeah. And we started chuckling right there, and, and we just never stopped from that point forward, man. We just goofed, wow. you know. I've got some wow. very funny stories that I can't really tell over the uh, <laughs> Zoom. But, oh, my God. In your book. The times we In had. In your book, yeah. Yeah, the times we had. They were great. Good guy. And, you know, the thing is, <clears throat> as you were talking about, you know, to John about, you know, the naysayers and whatnot, that for the most part, the, the fan base has been extremely, like, warm and inviting yeah. of this new version of yes that we have here you know yeah um but there is this fringe contingency that loves to have this go at, you know no john no yes no chris no yes and mm-hmm. you know and I, I stay away from it online for the most part but every now and then yeah. i can't help it but to take the <laughs> and on but you know I, I it annoys me when i see these guys are like you know no, without chris it should have stopped when the reality is that's exactly what chris did not want he yeah continue, which is a big part of what motivated me to really grab this bull by the horns, so to speak, because he really had a passion for going forward, even, you know, it's all he talked about before he passed away. I mean, we talk about the songs and the gear and the, the, the lyrics and the harmonies and do you need anything? And, you know, how are the guys and how's the crew? And I mean, his whole thing was this passion for yes, which obviously he was the only one who never left the band you know mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. All
2: right
1: so i took that as a real serious challenge and, and honor yeah and so it, it kind of pisses me off when i hear people say that especially when they're speaking for chris it's like what the hell you know you're, you're completely on the wrong side here you're 180 the wrong direction
2: yeah. Yeah. yeah you would have
0: wanted it absolutely hey guys we'll be right back after a few messages from our sponsors Welcome back to our Hanging and Bangin' podcast. I'm Ron Onesti here with Vinny Apice and, of course, the legendary Carmine Apice. Yeah, you yeah, talk about um, the, the new incarnation. Have you referred to it, Billy? 2012, you know, you joined the band, John. And, um, you know, obviously, uh, John Anderson's got a very unique, a very pronounced voice. Um, yes. Matter of fact, the first time. You know, when I first met him, you know, he, he said, you know, he, hello. And, you know, it's it was the roundabout voice. I mean, there was no no doubt that was the guy who sang roundabout. Now, when yeah. you <laughs> joined, what <kind> of, <laughs> and you know what I'm talking about, I know. Um, yeah. But um, but what kind of, um, I don't know, was it, uh, what kind of pressure? Did, did you have a little sound as something? That you Obviously, you're, you're, you're spot on anyway. But is it something that I got to sound like this guy? I mean, how much of that was like? in your head versus I'm doing my thing and then hopefully they like it kind of. a
4: Yeah. I mean, sometimes I hear myself and I think, wow, I do really sound like him and I've picked up a lot of habits, good habits in his style that weren't, that wasn't so intentional. I think I just thought, well, I'm going to go out and do my own thing. I've always strived to find that perfect balance between doing justice to the part, but making it my own. Um, so just luckily and that's the it challenge
0: was,
4: yeah it just is. what
0: you say that's the challenge you know yeah uh, uh, doing exactly what you said doing it your part but respecting what it was in the first place
4: yeah but see you see his voice is up here so yeah. and i'm down here i i have a much lower speaking voice and yet i'm singing the same high notes so it's obviously <laughs> more of a challenge for me i think mm-hmm. um I always thought that was sort of an interesting, I I wasn't about to start walking around and meeting fans talking like this. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's funny.
0: (laughs) Um,
1: The thing about Yes, I think that for me has always been the most interesting even before I joined the band, is how the different shapes of lineups have changed and evolved and how the band continues to go forward. I mean, I have heard that this band is over. Since 1983, you know, before they figured mm. it out, came back with the biggest record they uh. ever had, you know.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So it's just a funny thing. It's 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 like a you know, a, a, just it's on this trajectory that can't be stopped. And it's interesting, you know, to think about. I mean, I'm six years now having replaced Chris, which is quite amazing. Yeah, uh, it feels like yesterday, but it's six years. And I mean, John was there longer. And John Anderson's been out of the band for 16, 17 right. years. Really? Wow.
4: God.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, time who, marches who's on. Who's playing drums? Who's playing uh, drums? Alan, Alan that was Jay, Jay Schiller. Alan oh, Jay. Jay okay.
3: Shiller. And Alan. Alan plays some songs. But uh, plays. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, Jay Schellen, oh. who is a uh, ally of mine forever and, and actually played yeah. with Tony and other bands. And he played in Conspiracy with me and Chris he's uh you know it's between him and alan they divvy it up and and get the job done quite nicely and it's it's great to play with jay because for me i'm so used to that Alan thing that groove and and alan uh, jay respects and sort of modeled his playing early on after alan as i did with with chris i mean one of the first conversations i had with jay when we started working together was i said well at lunch." before we played together, I said, who's your favorite drummer? He said, Alan White. I said, I know I'm going to love how you play. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And we just clicked from that moment on. He's a perfect guy did,
2: for it. Didn't Alan White play on John Lennon's Imagine? He did.
4: Yes, he did. Yeah. Wow. We right.
1: did that on the last tour. And yeah. uh, on the live record, actually, we were lucky enough to capture um, John Lodge's Performance uh, in Vegas when he came out and sang the song, and uh, John will attest it. It just was a real special moment that was going on. Yeah, there. between Alan's thing and and having John there, you know, it was. It was uh, real-
3: I, I think you guys did that that night. Yeah,
1: that's what I was saying. It was I remember real- that. I remember that. Yeah. 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 Let yeah, hey, John. All, let's talk. We're a, all, we're all, we were all teed up to. to To go out and do the Relayer album, which among the Yes fans is one of the fan favorites, and it's probably the most complex of all the Yes albums to get under your fingers. And you know, I had rehearsed at home for a good six weeks, just shedding to the record, getting every note just perfect, and had it all together, Mm -hmm. and it was in here. And then COVID kicks into gear, and it's like Uh there's nowhere to go. Boom!
4: I know.
1: So not only is it that frustrating as hell, but the idea that I got it because it's all gone now. (laughs) I
2: gotta go. You gotta relearn it it now. (laughs) Oh my god!
1: I had it. What the hell? You know? Yeah. uh, Can't wait for that because this is Mm absolutely going on. We we
0: all are dying. We all are dying. You got? uh, Has there? Have you? Either one of you guys been told about any tour dates coming up yet?
1: uh not not so much right now you know it's it's like anything I think you know as soon as you see your journeys youtube's cold plays you know it, carmine Vinny, when everybody's out there we'll all be out there I think once the key is turned it's gonna look like a black Friday at Walmart you know what I mean yeah, it's, it's gonna be
2: crazy it's gonna be crazy
1: yeah it's gonna be crazy. i think yeah. I can
2: only play for, I think I can only play for 45 minutes now yeah. I can't do nine. Somebody asked, me,
3: somebody asked me that in an interview yesterday. They said, you think you'd be able to still play an hour and a half show? I said, I don't know. I haven't played an hour and a half show since last February. <laughs>
0: <Yep>. <laughs> well, the way you play, Vinny, the way you bang those things, I can't imagine you doing more than 45. I haven't seen anybody hit as hard as you in a <laughs> long time, man.
2: Just keep pissing me off. I'll play all 90 minutes like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're, you're inviting me to every show. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, and piss me off on the side of the stage, and I'll play like that.
3: <laughs> yeah, he'll get he'll
2: get you on Facetime.
3: Yes, he <laughs> yeah. will. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Hey, John, let's talk a, a little bit about uh, Asia and and those legends. Uh, you joined this situation, and and walking into that, I mean, how much uh, again? How much was that to the, how difficult or easy was
4: that? I'm sure you mean Billy, because I haven't joined well, that said, band. Hey, yeah, I'm sorry, Billy. <laughs> Billy, said, I'm sorry. Come on, Ron. What the hell? I know, oh, I know.
0: I <laughs> it's that, you know, I'm it's looking, that orange. Here's a, no, here's the thing. Here's here's, here's you know, know what I'm thinking. Sweater. No, before we go, you know what I'm thinking? I'm like, look at that freaking hair that guy's got.
4: <laughs>
0: I'm like, it's look, it's at and the look, the the look at this look at that. And Dude, I was staring at you. his hair and I'm like, it's John, uh, yeah, you were in the uh, freaking uh, you were in the uh, you were in Zeppelin, weren't you? yeah, yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah. he's
1: got great hair. I have COVID <laughs> hair.
0: Look at this guy. <laughs> anyway, Billy. Uh, uh, walking into that situation. How, you know, it was intimidating. Those are some serious dudes in that band, of course.
1: Well, it was the same kind of emotional roller coaster that Yes was, that first tour I did with Yes where Chris wasn't there. Um, you know, Wettin, I had produced his last solo album called Raised in Captivity, and we became friendly, and out of the blue, I got a call from the guys, you know, we want you to come do this tour because, you know, John's not going to be able to make it, and he wants you to do it. And I thought, oh, my God, you know, that's an incredible honor. It's also incredibly sad, and <clears throat> so it was a, it was a full range of emotions. But you know, I did the best I could going out there on a moment's notice, and uh, we opened up for forty-five shows for Journey, which was incredible.
5: Mm-hmm. And uh,
1: quite frankly, that was the first time that I had been a lead singer in front of you know fifteen thousand a night, and it was there was a part of me that was like, "Holy shit, am I really going to go out there and do this?" <laughs> you know oh, what I man. mean? Uh, but just kind of fearlessly went for it and it worked out quite well. And it was it was really, you know, an amazing experience to be able to, to do that for John, but also to play with another drummer hero of mine, Carl Palmer, you know. Are you oh, up yeah. for the oh, yeah.
4: challenge, Billy? When I
1: was a kid growing up, you know, playing drums when I was a kid, like you were showed that clip. In my mind, when I was home playing to those records, I was on stage with the LP, playing Brain Salad oh, Surgery yeah. and going close to the edge. and So to finally be able to actually work with these guys on that level was amazing. Hey and Billy,
4: wasn't that Carl's thing? Are you up for a, the challenge? What was that yeah, thing he
1: used to say? That was his thing, right? <laughs> up for the challenge. <laughs> that's, <laughs> exactly yeah. right. the funniest, the that's an intense the guy we had <laughs> such a great time on that tour too we really the guys in journey were incredibly kind and made mm. sure we were comfortable and and it was amazing and then the next tour with asia was uh you know the band kind of was thinking that there might be someone whose voice was a little more in that genre of wetton i mean i sound like i sound and which isn't necessarily like wetton i mean no people s- seem to think i sound more like a hybrid of gabriel and john anderson that i do john webb so uh ron uh bumblefoot right ron ball was was brought in and he just kicked butt and is a super nice guy incredible oh, addition yeah, it's just, his guitar chops are off the chain it's ridiculous yeah right and so that was the tour yeah it was it was quite good. you know
3: billy we we just did a um we released the guitarists and we got Ron on a track that was never released. It's still on twenty four track.
5: Uh, we cool. we it
3: over, you know. And yeah. uh, and he's been on this show and he also played on mine and Vinny's album on a couple of tracks. He's incredible.
1: Yeah, he's a lot he's of people, amazing, you
3: know. amazing guy. Amazing guy. Such a,
1: such a nice guy, you know. Yeah, yeah. You would think he's, he's a, a nice like person. He really is but there's none you know he's just a total musician down earth which is, is kind of the cool thing about the yes community and the asia community it's like we're just all musicians who just want to do the best we can you know none of us are walking around like rock stars you know what i mean um mm-hmm. it's it's just all about the music you know what i mean it's it's mm. it's, it's cool, it's cool. We've got a couple
0: questions from our audience. By the way, everybody, right now, we got so many people on. This is a big success tonight. It, it, we're always having a good time with it. Make sure you guys like it. Make sure you guys share it. Make sure you guys tell everybody you know about Artists on Lockdown. And if you got any yeah. questions, I'm on the chat right now. Hanging so, and banging. Hangin bangin', hangin
3: bangin'. Hanging and banging. Hanging uh-huh. and banging.
0: Hanging and I've got, uh, I got a question for you, guys. Tell me about the Arc of Life project. This is from Gwen, uh, one of our uh, loyal listeners and readers and viewers.
4: Well, right. Well, we're really excited about this album that's finally come out. It's been several years in the making Uh, after Billy joined the band. We immediately became friends and hanging, you know, off stage on tour. And uh, we just wanted to create music. You know, we started just bouncing ideas off one another. You know, we had so much in common and what we wanted to achieve. So we just started writing and I think what what was that first year was it like 2017 on the tour bus Billy that yeah. we started Yeah 2017 Yeah and we yeah, started we recording in of- any, any opportunity we could I think even backstage between you know band sound checks we would yeah. be in our dressing room I think there's probably a few uh beverage refrigerator hums on some of those recordings <laughs> <laughs> yes. There's a good picture. There's a photo shoot oh, wow. we did not long ago. Yeah. I sent this and, one in. <laughs> and um, Arc of Life
1: kind of came out of the songwriting and then evolved into a band, you know, concept because the songs felt like they needed that kind of trajectory and that
2: support.
1: Yeah. So that's where the idea came in of like, you know, Jay being the obvious choice for drums and Jimmy Hahn, who's a fantastic guitar player and <clears throat> was in Logic with me on my first record that the guys in Toto produced. And <clears throat> he's also in Circa. He played in Conspiracy. He's on the Yes Union album. You know, he's, he's yeah. kind of one of those de facto sort of members if you will hell of a player
4: yeah incredible
1: guitar player super nice guy and then Dave Kersner on keyboards Dave's got his own career in his own right and he's got his band sound of contact and you know we've been threatening to work together forever and I kind of said to John what do you think about Dave and so these things just all took shit and before you knew it we had Hmm. it and uh it took about two years to to create and then right around the time COVID kicked in was like when we were about to start looking at album covers and artwork and starting to think, okay, here we go. And and we got a little derailed by that. But the timing of this now seems to be okay because I think we're coming out of the, the COVID storm. And most likely Arc of Life will probably be able to do shows before, yes, because the smaller venues are going to become available first, you know. Yeah. And, and big yeah. and arenas, they're going to have to figure out how to do. Sure. Uh, and- so I think the timing is accidentally going to work out, too, you know?
0: So it's, Is there, a, is there, a, is there a, a single? Is there one kind of focus on, on this?
4: No, it's multifaceted. I mean, we released our first single, which is a bit more, I don't want to say poppy, but it definitely has its sort of, you know, commercial colors in it, but sort of with proggy music going on. Nothing too over-the-top proggy. That happens later on the album. Yeah. so it's more of a straightforward song but uh it's really varied when you say billy
1: it is i mean it's it's got a lot of hooks in it and and tricky arrangements underneath it so it's kind of like there's this simplicity about it meets this complexity in the arranging and and that sort of develops further in concept uh, between the two as the album progresses really until you get to the last two tracks which uh yeah. a lot of have kind of thought wow this is where the band is going now let's let's follow along so so it's like yeah. a journey
0: it's a it's like a, a journey in concert kind of a thing you take taking us on a journey on a on a, on a on a on a path
1: it's like an evolution if you will an evolution it's almost mm-hmm. like looking at a band making three records in in, in the first one wow <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> yeah <laughs> usually you no know, andy from, yeah, uh, one of I'm our
0: guys one uh, of our viewers. Uh, Andy is asking, do you think, uh, is there any ever any talk about uh, Yes and Asia on tour together?
4: Uh, I think yes there's always Asia. talk about it. It's just about strategically planning it so it doesn't become redundant. You know, you always want to mix it up each year. But that's sure. something that, that can always happen. Absolutely.
0: I would love that. Hey, uh, Carmine, we have, yeah. we have a question for you, my man, uh, because uh, here Ooh. in Chicago, I don't know, nationally. Look, was that vodka, freaking
4: John? Oh man, you caught me. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> it looked like a svedka no, or I, something. I got, I got sorry, some vodka it's vodka too. <laughs>
1: oh,
0: yeah, heavy it's... on. Cheers. But well, yours looks like water. That looked like a svedka bottle. Anyway, you're, you're, um, in
1: wrong, you're in the wrong square. You need to come over to my square here. Hell <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey
0: uh yeah. Carmine. So, so they've got. Uh, they're starting to bring back. Um, at least in Chicago. Or I don't know nationally. With some of these. Uh, um, we have a thing called Me TV here, and Jim wants to, wants to know because on our Me TV, where they're bringing back classic TV shows, they're bringing back Ed Sullivan. Do you think oh. the Vanilla Fudge episode yeah.
4: will be on that? Probably, probably
0: because it was on all the uh,
3: best of you know, the, yeah. Uh, the I had DVDs. a DVDs.
4: Uh, sorry to interrupt, yeah. but yeah, I had a DVD collection, and that was on there. And I just have to <clears throat> say, Carmine, that was one of the most impressive. Um, Displays of drum showmanship on that entire show, Barney. Oh, thank you. Your performance on that song with Vanilla Fudge. Yeah, mine. I, was, I, ch- I showed him all that stuff. <laughs> yeah,
2: I'm sure you did. <laughs>
4: Well,
3: yeah, you, Vinny, you were
0: number one. Vinny, Vinny, was, number Vinny was
3: nine, uh, eight or nine at that time. <laughs> <laughs> I, watched
2: yeah. it, I watched it live, and I was probably more nervous than Carmine uh, was.
3: Yeah. Uh,
4: really? I I was watched, I the, wor- yeah. the worst
2: part about it was you rehearsed for uh,
3: all week for the show, and then Ed Sullivan would come in and meet you. Hello, oh, yeah, how are you? Wow. Blah, blah, blah. And then we're going down, and we're all dressed up in the, the English outfits that we bought in England. And we're coming down the uh, the elevator. And in those days they had the elevator operators. There's a black oh, guy. Man. And we said to him, Hey, man, how many people watch this show? And he goes, Oh, about 50 million. <laughs> and my, my stomach went like,
4: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I got so
3: nervous. Where's the bathroom. Until but I, I want to know. Until I, I went onto the stage. Until I, listen, until I went onto the stage, oh. I started actually playing. Then it went away. You know, uh, that was okay. so nerve
4: wracking. Wow! I
0: bet. Uh, How about oh, you, Vinny? About
3: fifty million.
0: <laughs> How about you, Vinny, at home? What was what was home like? Was mom and dad sitting there? Were your aunts there? Or your neighbors there to see your big
2: brother? Oh yeah. I, I don't know about the aunts, but the hope you know the immediate family, and then there was friends, everybody. You yeah. know. So when you got On home, bi-
3: Carmine, you're walking down the street <laughs> like, hey. <laughs> the next day we sold hundred thousand singles or something uh, crazy. I'm wow. Sure.
1: Where was that yeah. filmed? New York. Is that in New York somewhere?
3: Yeah, New York. New York. Sullivan Theater. Which Sullivan turned Theater. In, turned wow. into the Dave Lederman, uh Yeah. Play?
1: Dave Letterman. Yeah. yeah.
4: Wow. Where so where Brogley. I played? Where I
1: played in 1994 was the first Yes tour I did, and I was brought on like a multi-instrumentalist guy who played keys and guitar and whatnot, and. Um, we did this track um, and yes set up and they put me <laughs> because they didn't want me to be seen with the band, I guess. I don't know. But they put me over with the Paul Schaefer band. So it looks like you watch the video. So to my eyes, I think it's kind of funny. You see yes. And then they pan over to the Schaefer band and it looks like Billy Paul Schaefer band. <laughs>
3: uh, uh, Actually, we have Paul Schaefer on, I think next week, isn't it?
0: Yeah,
1: Oh, yeah, cool. You got a yeah. good guy. Yeah. Kidding, yeah.
2: yeah. yeah but
1: but Paul, Paul played on a record that I produced in '93, which was Grammy nominated record, it was a good record. I had produced Paul Rogers' uh, tribute mm. to Buddy Waters.
3: Oh, uh, great! Wow. And
1: Schaefer did some keys on there too. It was easy. Yeah. Oh, drum. cool,
3: yeah.
4: But Carmine, nice. back to that performance, you even had that kick drum from hell back then.
3: Oh, yeah, I had the 24/26. Twenty-six by fifteen, yeah. big giant kick drums, the biggest yeah. one in rock. I, I say, bought I'm... that. I bought it for five dollars in a pawn shop. That's P A W N.
1: P A W N. Was there anything in it? Anything in it? Pa- Paper, in it? Up- Paper. Up-
3: newspaper, ripped up, Just up newspaper.
1: Just to bring it down a little bit and solve Yeah, it. and it
3: had the. Uh, Uh, i learned that from dino Danelli from the rascals he said oh yeah the the newspaper takes down all the uh harmonics you don't want in the bass drum but it doesn't muffle it well and you have a front head on it we had a front head on it
4: and that's the best
3: bass drum sound that you can get is with the front head. oh
4: yeah and i love your stuff in bba BBA too i have to say yeah Yeah. bba was awesome and i did
3: and I did the okay. singing and playing. I'm yeah. like yeah. Vinny that never sings. <laughs> I sang, I sang leave on many. So there's one, I run there's out one, of yeah, There's okay. one thing on YouTube called uh, Morning Dew with BBA. And uh, it starts off in you know like uh, 4-4, then it goes into the 6-8 jam. And I, I looked at it, and I'm singing my ass off. I said, oh, my God, I'm really high and ballsy. And I'm playing my ass off. I said, how the wow. hell am I doing that? You know, but
4: but um, Bogert sang too, didn't he? Yeah, Bogert
3: sang yeah. superstition. Yeah. Tim sang all the really high stuff in Vanilla Fudge. Oh, okay. Cactus and BBA. I'm always team, amazed not- too.
4: I'm always amazed, too, how your drums were mixed on that album. Because your kick drum was like way over panel. on the right. Your snare then, was like way on the opposite side. You were like spread across the spectrum. But somehow yeah. it really worked. Yeah, you we, did, this, we did the
3: kick drum, the snare, like left center. And then the left bass drum was on the left side. Hi-hat was on the left. And the toms yeah, were split. So it's really true stereo. Today, they don't do true stereo anymore. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. The drums are down the middle. You can yeah, you can put the toms left and right, but I mean it's not really stereo. and, no, and the room is uh, mm-hmm. mono. Yeah, that's it's almost nice. mono, you know? <coughs>
1: Big mono. Big yeah. mono. Yeah. You know,
3: you keep hanging yeah. on recording was done in a one take mono. Everything Crazy. at once. Wow. I always say that seven and a half minutes have changed my life.
1: You know? Wow. Did, did uh, Carmen, didn't you play on People Get Ready with Jeff Beck and, and Rod Yeah, well
3: I, I did. I was that's my vo- they emulated my voice on the emulator and uh the drum pattern I I programmed that drum pattern on a drum machine over Dwayne Hitchings house. <coughs> okay. Jeff was staying with me, hanging out with me for yeah. a couple of weeks in my house and so. I was just got divorced, and he was, you know, he would never had a girlfriend or he broke up with his girlfriend, came over and hung out with me. And he yeah. said, where can we do some music? And I said, oh, oh, let's go to Dwayne's house. He had a little studio, so we put that together. Yeah. And then he said, uh, wow, it sounds like people get ready. I said, yeah, you're right. And I started singing it because I sang it with the fudge, you know. And yeah. I started singing it. And then Jeff said, why don't we try and get Rod on it? And I said, good idea. Cool. So we called Called Rod up and he was eating at Dan Tanner's, you know, Dan Tanner's yeah. next, to the, next to the Troubadour. Yeah. And we yeah. went down there with the te- with the cassette, we, Rod was coming out and uh, we said, hey, you got to listen to this. A week later, we were in uh, the record plant studios with Ricky Delina, Vinny. Ricky Delina oh, Ricky. grew up with my brother, Vinny. He was an engineer <laughs> and I had the earphones on. I had Rod over there and Jeff over here. And I was telling Rodway to sing, and Jeff played, and Jeff did a few, you know, com, uh, about three tracks. And then they went to the pub, and they left wow. me, Ricky, Dwayne to do some combines and stuff. Then wow, when it wow. came out, we never got any credit, you know. Wow. Oh wow! Yeah. No, Welcome to the music see. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I gotta say, Carmine, with all the incarnations of your bands, I've been—I was fortunate, like a few of us out there—to host the Platinum Rock uh, All Stars. Yeah. And uh, Billy Eglison brought that up when you did uh, uh, Grooving with Gene Cornish. Man, that was talk about back in the day, rock and roll. Man, yeah, We man. loved it. And, then, and I know they were such a big influence on you, those Rascals.
3: They were. And then 2018, I replaced Dino in the Rascals. Uh, we did like I don't know. 15 shows and then re- and and Gene collapsed on stage and actually he died, and nice. my roadie my roadie uh, Shaggy, his name he, he got the defibrillator and and hit him like three times and brought him back to life till the ambulance came. Don't
0: mind yeah, I didn't her know her. you were oh, part of that wow. band. Huh? I didn't know you were part of that band like that. Yeah, you know, yeah. Heard yeah, that heard that
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. We we toured in 2018. We did a lot of cool shows. We did a show with. With uh, uh, Ronnie from the Ronettes, you know,
0: yeah.
3: uh, "Be My Baby." That's where I got my vibrato from. "Be My yeah. Little Baby," you know. <laughs> nice. I love that man. I yeah, saw her. The, uh,
5: I, saw the her at the, I saw
3: her at the Brooklyn Paramount, and one of those Alan Freed or, or somebody's show. Alan Freed, Clay Cole, I don't know. And, yeah. she, and she, they, the Ronettes had three mini. They have mini skirts on. I remember they turned around their butts <laughs> to the audience
0: and the three of them shook and the whole audience went crazy, you know. Dave. <laughs> yeah. I know. Oh, no, they
3: were awesome with that. Yeah. Wow. Did you
0: do the uh, did you do the uh, Eddie Money uh, part on the Ronnie Specter song? I you didn't. did a live? I didn't. I oh didn't. I thought <laughs> you... <laughs> no, but she
3: that was but her. I think
0: when we do when we do drum wars with both you brothers on stage. Yeah. I think the whole turning to the audience with the butt shaking. I think that should be part of it. I really do.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to always do that. He didn't want to do it. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> up. I'm up. I told me better lose I'm some up. weight <laughs> first. <laughs> oh my god!
4: So uh, tell well, us you about guys... this.
0: Go
3: ahead, please. Oh, uh,
4: sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Ron. I was just tell us about this dual drumming thing you guys do because I'm actually oh. not aware of that.
3: incredible. Boys, it's really, really fun. It's we do a little bit of each of our songs. Like we do, we open up with Mob Rules, then we'll do like uh, cool. what's the second song? Vin? I don't even remember. Yeah. Uh, no, then we do everything. Yeah, we drum, do. Do you think I'm drum sexy? Drum one. Yeah, yeah. Drum, oh, yeah, nice. drum wars is the second song. We do. Do you think I'm sexy? Bark at the moon. We rock. Oh, Sabbath. Yeah. We do it all. Yeah, we do I've songs from our that. album. I've got to It's see- really, really actually,
2: cool. Really there's cool. a lot of comedy in it, and it's loose, yeah, yeah. And yeah we have fun oh, with the right. audience. Very high energy. You
3: see that picture? There's a snare drum in front of the bass drum? Right? Put put that picture. You see that snare drum oh, in front yeah. of the bass drum? Yeah, yeah. I put that on like a guitar and I play the snares with a pick. You know? Oh wow. And it creates yeah. this really
0: wild sound. Like, Vinny, a, like a brush almost.
3: Yeah, yeah. Like Vinny Vinny does the groove and I play that. We do I, we solo, we take fours with that. And then uh Vinny does a solo after that. And uh, yeah, we have a good time. We really have a wow. good time. We play
0: all the hits. We play all the and that's amazing. If you think about Black Sabbath, Dio, Fudge, yeah. no, Ross, man, or
2: Jeff Beck, I mean, come on, look <laughs> that's at this. our that. new setup. We can yeah, fit yeah, that we, in the station wagon and we can go anywhere with that.
3: Perfect.
2: Very
3: <laughs> very I bad. love him use my <laughs> drum kit. <laughs> wow. Well, oh, there yeah, We throw sticks back and forth. There's the sticks in midair.
4: Wow. Yeah.
0: No, I tell so, you what, and being on my side of the world with what I do, that is one of the most amazing shows to bring to, to a venue. It really, really is.
4: Oh, yeah. I'm sure. Vinny I, really really Vinny, I just want to tell you. Vinny, I got to tell you, you know, um, I showed that picture earlier of me and Taylor. So a few years yeah. ago, I just went on tour with Foo Fighters just to hang, right? So yeah. they play these three-hour shows, and you know Taylor's drumming is just monstrous. But he would actually yeah. listen to Holy Diver – on the tour bus <laughs> after a gig to wind down, believe it or not. No. <laughs> oh, really? And uh, yeah, and I confess, somehow I missed the Dio train the first time around, but we would hang and listen to that. And mm-hmm. I mean, like stand up and shout yeah. that drumming on there. Oh, would yeah, Play so, that. Oh. Dave and Taylor would play that to me and just yeah. say, how does he do it? I mean, and they turned yeah. me on to your drumming. You, you know, it's really fun. It's just we, we do that
2: every. Yeah. Every time I see them they say how'd you do that f- opening Phil? What is that? Well, blah, blah, blah. No and, and <laughs> yeah, and when cool. we do
3: when we do our show, we both play that song. Uh, yeah, and wow. it's unbelievably powerful. And we and we take hey, pause.
2: Ben, put that picture up again of Taylor and John. No, Oops. the other one. There we oh, go. Way, yeah, now, Ron, Ron, is that your sweater in the bass drum? <laughs> oh my god. This guy you see how he yeah. like, has uh, onions. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's
4: a and bad. you know what? I'm I was
3: bad gonna bad say I, I, was, I was gonna say something about that. That's the worst thing you could do is put a pillow on your bass drum. Yeah. You know, pillows I'll tell bad. Taylor
4: you said that. He was you probably yeah. seventeen at the time. Yeah, I mean yeah. You know, <laughs> I
3: we we used to power. go to we used to go to it's studio and flow. and and then listen the engineer would say well we got to pad up the bass drum. I go why do that let me just play the couch. <laughs> <laughs> you know I, 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 I,
1: have, I have the my pillow works well but the Giza Dream sheets work even better. So. Oh my God.
3: <laughs> no actually the Sunday L A
2: Times works the best. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're actually, a Democrat I, apparently I don't know. That's, that's not a pillow it's a sweater. Uh, You know,
0: I got to deal with this every week. So you know what? I can see we're going downhill. I want to (laughs) thank our guests, Billy and John. God love you. Thank you so much. Uh, We're really looking
3: forward to it. Before we go, before we go, what are you doing in Barbados?
4: Well, it's a long story. We don't have much time, but basically uh, the last Yes Cruise that we did in 2019 uh, which had John Lodge on the, the mm-hmm. cruise. Uh, I met his wonderful daughter Emily. We fell in love. We've been together ever since. Uh, oh, so the, yeah. Oh. Thank you. Yeah, the it's Lodge's, have a, huh? oh, the lodges have a house here, huh? It's Papa John. Yeah. God. So the Lodge's have a house here, and we're all here right mm-hmm. now, the four of us.
3: Oh, great. Oh, cool. Tell
0: John we said hi. Please.
4: Oh, I definitely will.
3: For
0: it. And We're uh, looking forward to having you guys back in Chicago for sure. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. We'll
4: be there. Thanks guys. We have, we have a house in St.
3: We have a house in St. Martin, which is similar to that. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Good. Yeah.
4: So and, you know uh, what it's all about. That's <laughs> I have a house in St. Charles.
0: Big deal. Hey.
4: <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> thank Venice, you guys. Man. Hey
0: everybody. Hey, I got to Thank, you guys, thank you guys. Really? Everybody, really everybody. Thanks. Thanks, guys. thanks bro. Hey, please yeah, like us. Please share us. Check out our podcast. We're now on on uh, on Apple uh, on iPart, rather on Apple and our Spotify platforms. We're just it's Who's it's blowing week? up. Next, next week.
3: week
0: Eddie Trunk
3: and Paul Schaefer, I think. Cool. It's gonna
0: be an unbelievable and those two, you know what, they they get it they get mixed up for each other a lot. Apparently. Yeah, right. I don't know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Tell Eddie I said Great hello. Week, guys.
0: We'll see you every week, Thursday nights, right here. Hanging and yeah, banging right. yes. yes. Thanks, guys. Yeah, thanks